welcome to On and Off the Pitch. Hello, 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 and welcome to On and Off the Pitch. I'm Rodney Cyrus. We're back. First game of the season in the Barclays Women's Championship and so much to talk about. Uh, this episode, we're going to kind of go over, not kind of, we will go over uh, the game which I attended, the London City Lionesses fixture against Crystal Palace. We'll go over the other results, but we're also going to catch up with uh, some of the fans, some of the fans who uh, attended the uh, game between Coventry and Bristol City. Who who are those fans? Who could they be? Well, it's none other than DM and Nat Brown. We're going to find out what they thought about their game and their hopes for the rest of the season uh, just after this. Has anyone seen Nana Palmer? We are joined by DM Withers and Nat Brown, uh, big fans of Bristol City women or ladies or whatever it is nowadays. How are you, DM? How are you, Nat? Pretty yeah, good. I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, Not very good. Thank bad. you. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah. Of course, you're always very good when there's a win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, basking in the in the afterglow of a, of a glorious um, 1-0 victory on the first first day of the season so yeah, yeah. really good yeah it, it, look let's talk about it first first game points um what was it like for you guys watching your team win away yeah there you go you okay. go um well yeah it was it was really good actually um mm -hmm. uh, we thought maybe coventry were going to be a bit of a bogey side for us because they did really well against us last year um so yeah i think it was extra special going going away and seeing them beat Coventry so yeah um yeah it was really brilliant it was a such a lovely lovely day to go and um go and watch them play and and actually play really beautifully play really well and new uh new additions to the squad and uh and yeah and get a win um it was it was one nil and it probably should have been more than one nil but um it's still a win and uh yeah it was just really it was a really entertaining game it was really brilliant to, um, be a Bristol City fan and, and watch our team run around like that because it was just absolutely brilliant. It was so good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was excellent. And I think the the thing I was concerned about was the pitch because when we played on AstroTurf or three G or was it four G? Which one is it? Five G. Um, I don't know. It's one of them. One of them's the internet towers, isn't it? Um, that are going to come and come and get us. But yeah, those horrible artificial pitches, they always, and the weird bounces. Actually, there's one or two weird bounces, but it was, we played football on them and, and I thought we played really well, um, considering the, uh, you know, not being familiar with the surface. And we were talking to Ella Powell, who's the, you know, Bristol's number two, the marauding wing back um, after the match. And she was saying that, you know, Bristol don't even have a 3G pitch to practice on now because they always practice on the, the grass at the RHPC. So they were unprepared in that sense for the, the challenge, but I thought they did really well. And yeah, we played some lovely football and, you know, I'm quite happy with the 1-0 the win for the first game of the season because, you know, you don't want to be storming everybody at the first game of the season. You've got There's got to be some room for growth. So, yeah, and Jessie Woolley scored the winner. And that's a great achievement for her because she's been a player that's been in the squad for, well, for as long as I can remember, she's been a squad player and has never really played or laid down a stake for her position 
in the team and we were a bit surprised when the the team was announced yesterday because yeah there was a lot of people injured so Brooke Aspin was out Fionn Morgan was out so Amy Palmer and Chloe Bull have you know we knew, knew about them being absent um but Jessie Willey was starting it was probably a bit of a surprise to a lot of people there but she played really well she you know kind of really saw what she was about as a football player I think I've never really seen that before she looks a lot more confident I think she's obviously had a good pre-season good off-season that has um you know kind of nurtured her her talents and abilities and you know, confidence to be able to perform on the pitch and yeah she was brilliant could have had a hat-trick really um missed one with her head in the first half Mr. Sitter in the second half, but the goal that she did score was was an excellent um, a mistake from Coventry. He defended on the whole really well and neutralised the threat of Abby Harrison, you know, very admirably and skillfully. And, and they were clever and prepared in that sense. Um, but um, yeah, she just absolutely smashed it home uh, first time one on one with the goalkeeper, and you know, delighted for her really. Mm. I mean, it's it's uh, thinking back to what it was like <laughs> to, for. For Bristol when they first dropped down into the championship and you, you now know how good the championship is in terms of other the opponents that you face um the first game last season was a defeat away if I remember if my memory is right and it was on not so not such a bouncy pitch but it was it's a 4g pitch uh and to, to hear you say that they that the Bristol don't actually have you know, access to a 3G or 4G pitch now when it, it, it might go against them in, in, in going in the season. But um, a great start, you know, it's really important. I, I see really important for teams to, to start well and get the, the first points uh, on the board and to keep a clean sheet. So, you know, Bristol have, have done extremely well in, in doing that. Lost a couple of players and brought in a couple of new players. And one particular player who did come on for you, uh, Shania Hales, who joined from, from Aston Villa. What can you tell me about her and her time on the pitch? Was it fruitful? Did you see anything that kind of make you think, yes, this is a player that can uh, add value to the team? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, we also went to a, a pre-season friendly against Reading. And uh, Hale started that one where she came on to substitute uh, during this mm. competitive game. And, mm. and, and over the course of those two games, just absolutely convinced that she's a really brilliant player. And, um, that window. And, um, all right. Sorry. Yeah. It's banging. It's, right. it's, it's, it's just, it's, the, it's what happens. You know, everyone's at home. Everyone's at home, <laughs> redecorating. Not allowed to go outside the frame. Yeah, so, I know. <laughs> you stay, stay, stay. Stay in the frame. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, Shania Hales, yeah, she's, yeah. she's great. She's quick. And yeah. um, she's, I think she was just, she's just kind of finding her feet. Um, mm. So when she played the the first the friendly that we saw she was starting with abby harrison and fionn morgan mm. and i get the impression from what lauren smith has said that that's the kind of preferred front three the kind of the the best front three so with harrison in the middle and hales on the right and, and morgan on the left but but maybe hales and morgan switching round and, and mm. it being a fairly fluid three um and and that i think that worked really really well and apparently mm. they've been combining well in in training as well so so when she came on i felt like maybe 
she came on and she looked like, oh, I could probably clean up here and I could probably score a couple of goals. Uh, she, it just, just turned out that she just didn't. But her industry and her attitude, she just looked like she was just going to come on and, and score. And she did. She did, she was just involved in in everything. She was really brilliant. Um, her she's really quick. She's really yeah. She's just kind of she's real like ball of energy and um, always available. She always wants the ball. And it just kind of turned out that she didn't score. But that was kind of the case for we we had a lot of shots and a lot of opportunities that weren't kind of like absolute should have been goals they were just kind of we were just putting pressure on them all the time and it just our team just didn't seem to score as many as we should have um yeah. uh, yesterday but but Shania House was a, what an amazing person to bring on in like what how many minutes were left 25 minutes or something to bring her on and they were, yeah she was just absolutely uh terrorizing them with yeah her energy and her pace and and uh, her kind of yeah she just wants the ball it's it's brilliant she's going to be really I think she's going to have a great season with us. I hope so, anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think she looks happy and hungry. That's the way I describe her on on the pitch. Yes. Like happy to be there, like and and hungry for for what was what was happening. So, yeah, I think I think a few people struggled with with the, with the pitch yesterday, like kind of getting their feet, um, you know, fully, you know, fully round the ball kind of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, but, you know, I I think there's more to come from her, and I think it's going to be yeah. I feel really. Uh, happy that we've got so many strikers now who, you know, not just Abby Harrison, we've got Shania Hales, so yeah. Jesse Willie's just turned up as a as a striker. And um Alicia Body as well. Um again looked happy and hungry. So I think I think there's a, a general spirit of inspiration and happiness among the squad. There's all these players who seem to be just kind of, you know, they're bouncing off each other. There's a lot of they're inspiring each other to um, to perform well, and I think that's only going to increase throughout the the season. Yeah, I, you know, I I actually see Bristol having a very good season, but this is a very competitive league, and uh, seeing how Bristol finished last season quite strong, um, not far off being promoted, um, a couple of results that didn't go their way, like with London City Lionesses, like with Crystal Palace, I can see it's going to be a very interesting season again the quality in terms of um acquisition of players and the style of play has i think has gone up mm. since last year I, I you know just in what i've seen from the game that i went to watch which was the london city Lionesses versus crystal palace just the way the ball was moved around I, I, no so from from a from a bristol fan point of view i mean is there a marked difference between what you saw last season to how it started this weekend? I think they looked quite composed. So obviously we were there at the the first game last season and it was just, we conceded a penalty within like 20 seconds, which Mm. doesn't shout composure. Um, (laughs) But it just looked really, it looked really neat. Um, We've got this new midfielder, Emily Syme, who... I don't know where she's been hiding. Um, the Midlands. But she in, is hiding in the Midlands. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, in like, like an, an episode of Hunted. She's just kind of <laughs> been under um, and, and nobody knew she was there. And um, But she's turned up and she's won 100 grand now. Um, mm. uh, it's She's just brilliant. She's yeah. absolutely amazing. And because um, she plays right in the middle. Yeah. Um, 
there's just she just kind of she dictates everything but but we've always had like we've had a good goalkeeper we've had good defenders we've got good attackers we've we've actually had everybody who plays around a midfielder we've been really we've had we've been blessed with last year and now uh, amy palmer's injured and she mm. was not last season as well and we didn't play as well when she wasn't playing so now we've got this person who basically came in in replace to replace amy palmer when she's not when she's not available but i think yeah when the when the two of them are going to play together i think they're going to be absolutely formidable be incredible yeah. going to be the best midfield in oh. in the 100%. Yeah. you you oh. heard it here first people yeah i mean honestly emily syme is is it's weird because it's one of the players who you know when she was announced i was a bit like oh whatever you know i'm not impressed i was kind of i was kind of hoping that aggie beaver jones would come back you see yeah. i was like come on announce aggie beaver jones i really want to you know have her back at bristol and i was a bit like oh you know because she used to play in the academy and i don't know i just never really i don't think i ever saw her play and then at the pre-season friendly she was just totally bossing it i mean the skill of, of her you should watch her because it's amazing like her ball control she looks like messy or something it's just it's incredible and she was just she did this run she did some things yesterday which i, I don't think i've ever seen a bristol player do um or in fact anybody at this level do the technical ability of ball control and yeah this mazy run like the ball stuck to her feet and vicky bruce as well is another great addition in the cent a center central defender an american player a bit older amazing like super skillful really you know the passes that they were just pinging off first time the, you know the pace of the of the game i mean it's it's really you know we we were playing some nice stuff yesterday you know beautiful i was just watching us and just like we are a beautiful footballing side you know we make it look lovely it's a real pleasure to watch it's aesthetically a delight and it's and it's exciting and i think yeah i'm, I'm just i i definitely think from the end of last season where we tapered off and i think this is a problem in general with you know women's football with short contracts um you know around march time you often see the team starting to fragment and go you know we're on the beach we know we're not there next year we've all you know we've got these one-year contracts so we're not fighting for anything mm. um so so at the high points of last season um, I would even compare yesterday's performance with that, even though we weren't completely firing on all cylinders. There was just a level of cohesion and competence and, you know, the bringing in of the, the academy players and, you know, everyone they seem to have brought in has just lifted it just that, you know, another level again. So you're right. It's just, it's going to be, it's better, it's, you know, it's better again. Yeah. And I, but the league's going to be better as well. The competition, yeah. you know, we, there were points during during the season last year, you know, when we we beat Blackburn like five 0 at, mm, at yeah. Ashton Gate, and you know we thought we were just we just thought we were the best team in the world, and we thought we were going to kill everybody, and then it just didn't really happen. We just kind of <laughs> you know Liverpool beat us at Ashton Gate after that, and you know we, we lost some games and we lost the momentum a little bit, um, but I I feel like now the league is going to be stronger, but we're also going to be stronger. Um, and we've got more strength and depth as well. That was a real yeah. in evidence yesterday, even though we've got you know, lost a lot of key players. Brooke Aspin, who was at the centre of defence the whole of last season, you know, didn't miss her, really. You know, in a system, you've got Naomi Lazel, who's another Academy product, who just had a great game. Leah Cataldo. So they're doing this new system now, which Nat can talk about more because you kind of 
you know know more about it but it's like a, basically a three and a wing back so it's like a back back five back three back three and then two wing backs and Cataldo was kind of playing on the wing last season but they've tucked her in on the like the right or the left is the, it the right of the right back three and yeah. she played really well in that role like kind of in a more sort of central kind of role and um yeah Vicky Bruce and, and Lazelle they work they work really well together yeah so. they were brilliant back three and and other players can go and play in those positions it'd be interesting to see what Lauren Smith does whether or not she sticks with that for the season um she had a formation last last season and I feel like we've pretty much played that formation the whole year um so I imagine we'll probably play this is just how we play um yeah but, but I think the the challenge will be when when players uh when people are kind of bigger than us and stronger than us um because last year we were a little bit we were a bit weedy but I've actually we've brought in some brought awesome. in some muscle this yeah. year so hopefully yeah. And they've been, uh, they've obviously been doing some strength and conditioning. That's like everybody, all the like pre-season stuff is just them in the gym, <laughs> uh, just like lifting yeah. each other. So um, yeah, hopefully we'll just be able to, you know, have a bit of, you know, like teams like Durham are famously kind of tough girls. That's what we call them. You know, they're just like, they're just absolute muscle. They can, they could beat anybody because they're, they're just, they're really strong. Um, so yeah, I feel like we'll give Durham a, a like a physical run for their money this year and, and Charlton uh, as well Charlton as well. and obviously Palace I mean I'm keen to hear about Crystal Palace and well, um you, and, and uh, the London City Lions. I mean that was a, a really good game I mean it was close I, it's, it's the first time I believe Crystal Palace had beaten them um and before the game I think the betting man or woman uh, would have said London City Lionesses, they kept the bulk of their squad, only a handful of recruits, whereas Crystal Palace announced 15 new players at the same time. Um, and you're kind of thinking, how quickly can everyone bed in? But they were the away team. Um, they score the goal. And, I mean, they, they their goal, they had a, they've got a new goalkeeper as well, uh, who, who seemed to kind of ooze and you know spread confidence to the defense with crystal palace sometimes were a little bit shaky last season in some in some of the fixtures uh but they they were they played extremely well they made the pitch big they moved the ball quickly and they seem to have increased it's really funny that you mentioned about you know physicality they seem the players they've brought in i mean i i believe that i've got chicken legs in terms of my calves and i saw one of the players and i was looking thinking your calves are bigger than mine so you definitely know that they've been doing the preseason work in the dip. They've been doing their strength and conditioning work on top of um, the style of play. They are moving the ball. I, I, from what I've seen, this season is going to be a really entertaining season for the fans of, of, the, of the women's championship. And you know, I, I do hope that more people, you know, get along to watch games or watch games on the player or when it's on TV. Um, but 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 I would say that in terms of Palace and and London City Lionesses, both will, both of them will pose a threat. I mean, it was a very open game, very open game. Chances galore for both sides, um, and, and I, I just see that you know any team that wins on the first game or loses uh, on the first day of the season, you know, it isn't necessarily a, a bad sign for what what will come ahead. Because you know proofs in the pudding from Bristol, who really finished strong, um, 
and and it's it's just about getting I suppose that first ninety minutes out of the way, and then you can assess as to what went well and what didn't go well for Crystal Palace. Their backroom staff, their fans, they were you know super super happy with what happened. London City Lionesses measured, you know, spoke to the manager, very reflective. You don't win or lose the season in the first in the, on the first day of the season or the first game. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing Crystal Palace uh, Bristol again because I, I believe it will be a much more. It, it's I, I, I believe for both teams when they do play each other, they will be surprised at the changes that both have made. In terms of the formation that you mentioned, don't be surprised when you play London City Lionesses and Bristol that they match you up in terms of formation and have the same level of fluidity. Because I've got a funny feeling every team has watched the Euros and they have looked at style of play and patterns of play and and if you're a good coach, you'll you'll steal the best bits from anywhere. And um, when we spoke to the um, assistant manager for Crystal Palace, we asked what was the formation, and he just chuckled. He chuckled because we couldn't work it out. It looked like a three, it looked like a four. Then we thought it was it, it looked like a four, four. Then it just changed all the time. And they brought in players that are very fluid in terms of where they are on the pitch. And they know that when they're in that 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 section or that sector of the pitch, that's the job they've got to do. So hearing what you've got to say about Bristol, and you know playing a three-five-two and players moving in, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be a very interesting battle going forward. And I wouldn't be surprised, considering some of the other results that we've seen, like Sheffield not doing so well in the first game and Blackburn getting a win. Um, Saffron Jordan again on the score sheet for them, who's, who's an absolutely fantastic striker. I believe every team will have will have boosted and boosted their confidence in terms of what happened in the Euros, but also they would have realised that they need to approach the game um, in a slightly more, not to say in a, a, a disrespectful way, professional manner, and look at tactics and player. Um, skill and awareness on the ball and when they don't have the ball what they need to do it was it was a good in terms of a game a good one nil pretty much like yours a good one nil game to watch you can walk away from it and see either side could have taken all three points or they could have shared a point um but yeah very good game very good i want to ask you um if you're going to be so bold (laughs) after day one or game one uh, what are your predictions for Bristol? We've <laughs> already said that we're going to win the league, so um, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. <laughs> I'm drinking. I'm drinking coffee now to to keep me in, just to make sure I hear what is, what is this. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's loads. You know, there's there's loads of challenges. Like I, I fear Crystal Palace. I fear Charlton. I fear um, LCL and um, I was a bit worried about Southampton, but actually, I think they're they're going to struggle um, because I don't think I think they'll get a shock to the system with the championship because it is a it is a level up, and I think Birmingham I don't think they'll be able to easily shake off last seat the brutality of being at the bottom of the WSL. It's it's just you know unless you have like a massive kind of 
like juice cleanse um, of your of your spirit and your body um, after being at the bottom, which is just it's just not possible to be like that kind of cleansed of, of being beaten all the time um, in one season. So I don't I don't think they're going to bounce back, but they'll obviously be competitive. And you know, in terms of us playing Birmingham, I'm excited about that match. It's always a match I enjoy watching, and I really love it when Bristol beat Birmingham, which doesn't happen as, as often as it could. But um, it is one my my favourite kind of fixture to win. Um, so yeah, I mean, I just think it's it's between us, Palace, Charlton. Um, yeah. That's who I think, and London City Lionesses. So it, one of one of that. I don't think London City Lionesses will. Will I think it's between us, us Palace and Charlton. So whoever whoever doesn't get injured, whoever doesn't suffer injuries, um, and whoever you know has a bit of luck as well, and and kind of can can ride it out and and just gets that momentum. So yeah, I think. Don't underestimate Charlton though. Even though they had, they've got some good players who come in. They've got um, Kate, Katie Wilkinson, is it the um, Chelsea played for Coventry? Is that the right? Is that her name? It's terrible. You know, what I'm talking about. I, I went, do. I just get names escape me right now, but yeah. Katie Wilkinson. Um, Paul, yes, Katie Paul. Wilkinson's gone to Southampton. Yeah. Oh, she's gone to the other yeah. one. Lucy Watson. Lucy Sorry. Watson. Yeah. Lucy Watson. He went to Chelsea. She's at Charlton, isn't she? Yeah. And um, see Mel Johnson, who scored on on Saturday, um, who I'm sure is going to score a hat trick against us after you know, kind of having quite a poor season in front of goal, despite her a very good season linking up with Abby Harrison. She definitely could have had a bit more composure, could have had more success um, scoring last year. Um, so, but there's loads of other players. Uh, you know, they're, they're looking good. They've got um, Alicia and Dow as well, haven't they? Mm. Um, who's a, an ama- a player I would have loved to have had at Bristol. Um, I think she's a brilliant, brilliant player. Absolutely excellent at this level. So, yeah, just you know, it's between it's between us three. So, oh. yeah. Yeah, you hedged your uh, bets well there, DM. <laughs> It's really hard to say. I mean, it's such um, it is. It was a really difficult league last year, and also we just kind of um, all the teams just kind of seem to follow their own path and have these amazing games and then less less amazing games. I'm wondering, looking at the scores of the of the first day, they were really like level, like you know, it was all like one nils and nil nils and one alls, and you know, and it was just compared to like the start of last season, which was just. It was just totally bonkers. There was goals everywhere, and it was just. I'm I'm wondering if if it will be maybe it will be a more consistent kind of season for everybody. And and even when they do like even when there are like, maybe surprise wins and losses, maybe it will be more like one nils and stuff like that. Um, because yeah, I just I just think yeah, everybody everybody's improved, and I think that will just result in maybe fewer goals, but. But, and harder to score, but but more in like you know? entertaining games, still entertaining. You know that four three last last year was really entertaining, but this one but it was riddled with mistakes, yeah. wasn't it? Right. Yeah, so there it's was, like, it was yeah. a bit of a there was loads. It was just, just higher quality. I think yeah. it will just be it will be higher quality, and yeah, I think it I think it'll just be the team that holds their nerve mm. really. And and this year, I feel like we're I feel like Bristol maybe could hold their nerve. Mm. Like we've got. We've, we seem to have a group of players that seem quite kind of they're a bit more mature or they're a bit there's a bit more depth 
definitely. There's maturity in that team. There's, you know, Vicky Bruce, she's older. Miss Starkey, who we haven't talked about, um, the Irish player, he's like, she's 27. She had a really good game mm. yesterday. Very, un, not very flashy. Um, just a kind of, you know, sort of gritty, um, almost kind of ugly midfield, um, defensive midfielder. She was playing at the fullback position, wasn't she? Um, is that the that's the right name, isn't it? The, I guess it's like yeah. a fullback. I don't know, um, or like a winger. Yeah, um, but she she's she's I really like players like that. Players who you just kind of you don't notice, but for the right reason because they're just in there, just kind of breaking things up and just playing the right pass. So that kind of balance of experience and yeah, they seem to as I say they they there's inspiration and they they seem to like each other um, a lot and and I think. From last season carrying over, we got you know the Cataldo Morgan Powell um axis, which is like you know, speed and pace and and energy. Um so yeah, there's a real there's a kind of cohesiveness um and depth um to the squad and yeah, and the sprinkling of you know the Emily Sign kind of footballing yeah. like genius really. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on the plate now. She's a genius. She's a genius. There you go. And uh, obviously new coach as well Anita really, really exciting. so that's, yeah. that's you know how, how did that happen you know we've got an actual women's football legend just you know turning up it seems like I didn't even know we were recruiting a coach yeah and uh and then you get Anita Asante who's just got tons of international experience she's played in loads of different countries um yeah I mean I want to go and play for Bristol now. Just, <laughs> just, oh, like, um, not that, you know, not that they'd have me. Obviously, my time is up as a player. But, um, yeah, it's amazing. Like, why wouldn't you want to be around Anita Santa all the time? So maybe she'll bring a bit of, like, also, like, that kind of, like, winning mentality. Definitely. She's won loads of stuff. She's won the Champions League, hasn't she? Yeah, just, I say, it's that, that DNA, isn't it? The DNA of the team and, and the inspiration. If you've got Anita Asante on the pitch, like, coaching you, you're going to, you're going to be inspired, aren't you? Like, every, every day. And, but, you know, obviously you'd be inspired of Lauren Smith. That's it. Because Lauren Smith is also amazing. Um, but, because she, she is, she's, she is actually amazing. So, um, yeah, and there's a real, and there's the other, the other coach whose name I've forgotten. I feel bad for not mentioning. Jen Foster, isn't it? Jen Foster. Um, so they've got a lot of coaching and, and Dan Smith, the goalkeeper and coach as well. He's also very good and very nice. So, um, so I think they've got a really good kind of, you know, backroom staff. Um, and, and also, you know, it's, it's looking good. Like it's looking good at Bristol on like lots of different levels. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, dialogue as well with the supporters and you know it's a good it's a good place to be you know there's a there's a lot of unity I think between the club within the club and between the fans and it's it's a yeah it's really it's great I'm you know I'm happy <laughs> I feel happy <laughs> um, so yeah that's an, and I'll be happy it doesn't matter if we lose either I'm just gonna you know I'm gonna come along for the ride it's gonna be this season is just gonna be great you know that's good. Do you know what? I, I, I think that's a good place to end it. You're, you've just come along for the ride and the season is going to be great. It's the first game, first match, first win, clean sheet for Bristol. Um, I don't even, I don't even want to look at the table. Let's not tempt fate. Um, but I'm going to say thank you, DM, and thank you, Nat, for, for sharing uh, uh, your little um, uh, review on Bristol and their first day out. 
Thanks, yeah. Rodney. Thanks, Rodney. Hopefully, we'll be at the London City Lionesses match. Um, you on the will see. You will see me there. I will Brilliant. see you there. Yeah. Great. Cool. Right, we'll we'll speak then. Until then. All right. See you in a moment. Take care. Bye. 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 You just never know what you're going to get in football. This is On and Off the Pitch, a sporting podcast. Yep, it's uh, so good to see uh, DM and that. It's been a while and I'm looking forward to seeing them when uh, they, as they, Bristol, travel up to London and uh, play against either Crystal Palace or London City Lionesses. I will be at uh, one of those games, uh, no doubt, and uh, we'll catch up in person then. But the start of the league uh, for 2022-23 has, has, you know, it's been steady and even. It's been steady and even. But let, let's get into this and talk about the, the LCL, also known as London City Lionesses, versus Crystal Palace fixture. Um a London derby of sorts, that's what I call it, but it's a rivalry with bite. What you've got is two teams uh, with a clear focus, as has been um, demonstrated in the weekend in the past two seasons or so, and both have drive. And both teams and, and the management team uh, have the desire and the passion and, and the focus to go one better than last season. So this game... Um, obviously, none of them wanted to lose, but this game was a tester as to where they, they see themselves uh, week by week uh, and where they want to be. Uh, both teams have seen players move on and come in. Uh, Crystal Palace, notably, with a vast number of players joining in the summer, roughly about 15, and they all announced on the same day. And uh, uh, most football fans would assume that when a team brings in that many players, when they bring them on board, it, their task may be a little bit more difficult than and than they would like, as they'd want players to bed in as quickly as possible so things go smoothly in terms of um, gelling, patterns of play, and just attitude towards the, the, the plan that they want to see going forward, um, especially in their first outing. So um, with that said, uh, the first half of this game, no goals, uh, but plenty of action. And But notably, the thing started to heat up in, in the second half. Um, in the second half, you, you had obviously a goal, yellow cards, uh, numerous attempts on goals, uh, the post, uh, close misses, and a last-ditch tackle. It would be Isabella Sibley with the only goal of the game. And once Crystal Palace were ahead, uh, they, from my point of view, were very composed on the ball when required and were, for a better phrase, covered with plenty of luck because uh, London City Lionesses did their best to you know, break even and even try and go on and win the game. But, you know, it just wouldn't go their way. It wouldn't go their way. They had plenty of opportunities, but it wouldn't go their way. Uh, their goal was charmed, for a better phrase, if that's possible. Crystal Palace were... Um, more than comfortable playing on a grass pitch. And that's a reference I made to the management team at the end of the game in terms of their, their pitch is normally a 4G pitch. So they moved the ball very well. Uh, they made the pitch big. They kept, they stretched the pitch. Uh, and they did so by switching play frequently. Uh, they were comfortable in possession and in attack. So they were able to 
transition at the pace that they wanted to. And it was a it was a very different approach from what I'd seen from Crystal Palace previously in some of the uh, their more difficult games, especially a game uh, when they played against London City Lionesses. Uh, LCL um, almost equalised uh, following a corner in the second half. Balls recycled. Uh, Lily Ang watched Lily Ag. Sorry, Lily Ang. I don't know who that is. Lily Ag uh, watched her header bounce off the post with the keeper unable to, uh, to kind of uh, avert the direction of the ball. And that was just one of the many chances. Palace uh, used their football know-how, slowing the game down. Um, there were a couple of clear fouls, in my opinion, clear fouls on the um, London City Lionesses players, but the referee was fully committed to not showing um, a, um, any more cards than uh, they had already. Uh, for Crystal Palace, uh, Kitchen in goal um, was an assured presence. Um, last season, Crystal Palace uh, had some problems in terms of coming out. The keeper had problems coming out for crosses. She was a young keeper on loan. Um, but uh, Kitchen, very good acquisition. Very good acquisition, commanding performance, and and obviously when you have a keeper that is uh, commanding when the crosses come in and um, very vocal, then it puts the back three, back four at ease, back five. Uh, again, a, a slight reference to the, the formation that Crystal Palace were using on the day. Um, again, in terms of the the, the toing and throwing between both teams, both teams had chances to score goals. Both teams. Uh, had the opportunity to kind of uh, increase their lead, or should I say both teams, Crystal Palace did, but London City Lionesses to to get back into the game. A slight moment of panic uh, for the LCL crew. Uh, Yanez dwelling on the ball a little bit too long, a little bit too long. Clearance rebounds off the Palace player and just over the crossbar for a goal kick. You know, you don't want to do those kind of things, but it was dicey. Uh, 12 minutes from the end, another Lily Ag header. Skips just past the posts. Goalkeeper would not have been able to stop it if it was on target by millimetres, uh, millimetres. Uh, and uh, one of the most um, impressive things about the, the performance from Crystal Palace was the um, two minutes from time, uh, an immense, immense last-ditch tackle from the captain. Of, I believe it was Annabelle Johnson to stop and the LCL attack. was It was not would have ended up, I'm sure, with an equaliser at that point. Uh, but um, a fantastic challenge. But uh, Palace actually were blamed because they had their pocket picked uh, just literally a few yards outside the penalty area. So um, they were fortunate, but a phenomenal tackle. And inside the penalty area as well. I mean, it's one of those, it could have gone really wrong. <laughs> you know, but it was time to perfection. Fantastic. Um, this fixture never, ever fails to amaze me. I've watched a number of the games now and I always go into it thinking one thing and I, I have to be honest, I had tipped uh, London City Lionesses with this one just about in terms of their, uh, not only just their, their team selection, but in terms of their recruitment. They didn't bring in that many players. They had a settled squad. Uh, but um, in terms of performance from both teams, very, very good um, football, the, the the skill level, the um, f the attention to detail has definitely improved from last season. Call it a knock-on effect from the Euros, who knows? Um, but uh, there is a, a definite shift in terms of what, what fans have been used to in terms of on, on the performance by the players and, and the level of skill and um, how they approach the game. 
uh, no doubt um, the London City Lioness players will will reflect on on how things went for them uh, in this game. They they don't like losing. They definitely don't like losing to Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace were, uh, for a better word, buzzing for it uh, for the three points, and I'm sure their manager uh, will be extremely happy with how his team has performed. Uh, the one good thing I would say in terms of um, London City Lionesses with regards to this result, it's, you can lose a game, I think, at any stage of the season, but it's about how many goals you concede. Only to lose by one is, is quite good. Um, it's not quite good, it's very good, because as much as points, and, and we know about the number of teams in the league, it, it, goal difference also comes into it. And... Uh, when you're down at the bottom, goals against, you do look at that column with a sad heart. Um, but when you're pushing for promotion or you're challenging to be promoted, then you know you want to keep your 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 goal deficit down. And uh, losing by only one goal is is a really good start to the season because you know apart from losing three points, it's it's only one only one in the goal against column and and that's really really good um and that's really good it's excellent it's absolutely excellent uh for for um london city lionesses despite the loss um but again no doubt they'll take from that um and go on and and uh, see what they can do in their next outing which is a a, a big game for them and uh, crystal palace will no doubt be buoyed with that performance away from home on a grass pitch and uh, want to take their good fortune and their good form into their next game. I'm going to quickly go over the next um, in the next section uh, the other results and uh, hear a little bit from someone who does media, I believe. Media, I'm not sure that is media. Who knows? Chloe, how are you? Yes, very, very good. Yeah. You know I mean? I'm so glad that I'm able to speak to you because I've been following your career since I've been watching the game. Very impressed. You left Spurs, you're at Palace, yep. and now you've officially retired. I have, yeah. I've hung up That's those gloves. That's a really strange thing to say to someone <laughs> so young. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a really bittersweet thing. I think, yeah. um, you know, you don't really ever want to get to a situation where you retire. You always think there's another game, another season. Um, but, you know, we brought in two fantastic keepers this year, Frank and, and Natalie Negri and you know when you look at the quality of the goalkeeper training and the quality of how these players have been doing I mean you know Fran was one of the top rated keepers in our league last year she was you know one of the, the up there um, shot stoppers and you know I think it just gets to that point where it's time to step aside and let the next generation of, of epic talent come through and it, and it felt like the right moment yeah and, and, and now that you've stepped away in your new role media yep Media manager and presenter. Excellent. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's a big title, um, but it comes with a lot of responsibility. Obviously, there's you know more eyes on the game than ever was before. There's more eyes on Crystal Palace women than there ever were before, and, and that's amazing. I mean, this is what I want. I want you know more bums on the seats at the ground. I want more eyes on the game on social media and sort of you know in creating that awareness of the players and the incredible talent that we've got this season. So um, yeah, so I'm basically going to be sort of running the social media channels and then doing the post-match interviews as well and sort of managing the behind the scenes social stuff with, with the girls because um you know more eyes means more pressure and um you need to make sure that the girls are protected as well brilliant stuff and you know 
in terms of your own personal development within that media role, yeah. do you still see yourself stepping away from Palette in the future and going to work for one of the bigger brands? I don't want to mention any names, but... I mean, to be fair, this is one of the bigger brands, because um, I'm not being funny, but we're looking at promotion as the WSL for this season. So, you know, I think um, Palace is a club that's very close to my heart. I've been there sort of playing for two years and now stepping behind the scenes and doing that role. And, you know, I've got such a good relationship with the coaching staff and also the players. And, you know, I don't really want to step away from that anytime soon. So I'm sort of caught up in the buzz of, of Crystal Palace. And, I, yeah, I don't see myself stepping away any, anytime soon. Oh, good. Thanks for speaking to me. That's all right. No worries. Brilliant no, good you. to see you guys. Um, yeah, they were defending for their lives. They were putting bodies on the on the line oh indeed um the other fixtures first game of the season um kicked off saturday fixture uh southampton at home against charlton uh first game out for southampton they looked a little leggy i have to say they looked a little leggy against this uh, uh charlton team who are a very good footballing team they've acquired some good players um Mel Johnson, who was at Bristol there on the score sheet for them. Uh, Charlton win by two goals. Um, Southampton, um, that defeat obviously is not the end. But as I mentioned not too long ago, uh, goals against column is one thing that you look at when you're at the bottom. It's it's always better for you if you lose, but not by too many goals. And if you do lose by a few goals, if you concede a few, you want to make sure you scored a few just to keep the deficit down. Uh, but a shaky, or oh, shaky, um, not so steady start for, for South, South, Southampton, but a, a really good result for Charlton. Um, Durham and Sunderland, that big North derby. Dun, 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 dun. Um, see them uh, uh, go one apiece. One apiece for them, which is a fantastic bit of uh, um, news for Sunderland, who will probably go into this season um, wanted to kind of do better than they did in their, their, their season last year and show the rest of the championship that they have what it takes to to punch at that top end of the table. Uh, Noonan for Durham on the score for them, first 10 minutes, and uh, Westrup uh, for Sunderland, uh, 20 minutes. So both the goals in the first 20 minutes, uh, nothing after that. So uh, they'll be happy with that. Um, a fixture that I had tipped the other way, uh, Blackburn Rovers were playing um, Sheffield United, I would have assumed, uh, just from how things tailed off for, for Blackburn last season, that they might have found this one a bit difficult. Uh, Saffron Jordan, um, super striker for them, uh, with the only goal and uh, securing all three points. Uh, Sheffield United will probably, again, be re very reflective in terms of the defeat. Uh, only one conceded, but will want to make sure that they get off to a, a good, a, a, a get a better result in the next time they go out, but um, might be happy by, by, by that defeat anyway. Um, and as we've already heard from uh, DM and uh, Nat, uh, about Bristol, Bristol away, uh, Coventry um, nil, Bristol one, and uh, Woolley with the goal. Um, really, really nice for them. And new to the championship, hello, Craig, uh, Birmingham City nil, Lewis nil. Uh, so it's 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 all adding up in terms of uh, the championship. First game points on the board really important what's going to happen going forward it's too soon to say uh whether or not um 
teams can be promoted from here. You can't. You can't be relegated from this point. But what I will say from what I've seen of the play, the the players and the team so far, I would say that the 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 level of skill has gone up. I would say that the the attention to detail from the backroom staff has definitely gone up, and no more crazy scores. First, you know, first game, no four nils, no four twos. Uh, a, a moderate spread of one nils and a draw and a nil nil and a one one is it's an indication i would say that this this season this league is going to show everyone that it's it's no pushover there's talent and um everyone who is a fan already of the championship will just be will fall so much more in love and those who are new to it will be very very impressed um very impressed uh indeed um that's it it's 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 i'd say short and sweet it's not short and sweet um i'll be back very very soon uh, until then this is on and off the pitch i am rodney cyrus and i'll see you all very very soon until then latest <laughs>